This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 801, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, August 5th, and Wednesday, August 12th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 801. It's hard to believe. Uh, we're talking about uh, two weeks of comics releases here. Um, but it's going to be relatively brisk just because of uh, recording time here. But, uh, you know, I did want to kind of get, uh, now that we're past 800, wanted to get on a good foot, uh, kind of skipped a week's of reviews and decided to uh, do a, a double episode. So first we're talking releases from the week of August 5th. Uh, some of the releases that I have not had a chance to read yet but include Deadpool, Empire number four, Empire Handbook, Fantastic Four, Giant Size X-Men, Phantom X, Gardens of the Galaxy, Justice League, Lords of Empire, Celestial Messiah, Maestro, Future Imperfect, Marvel Tales, I guess that's more of a reprint book, uh, Star Wars, Strange Adventures, Strike Force, Young Justice. Uh, the ones I'm talking about include, well, there's going to be, what, ten of them? Wow, that's a lot for me these days. Uh, first up, we have Batman 96. This is the Joker War Part 2. Um, and this is... Uh, Kind of a weird. It's kind of a weird one. Um, like a, the whole what, first five, five or six pages is just a uh, like a just a dream, and then it's just Batman kind of dreaming about you know this future version of Gotham, and then we get to see what the Joker War has been doing to Gotham while while Batman's kind of been out of it, um, and he's trying to figure out what to do next. And uh, I just found a lot of this you know felt like. It was character building because it was you know Batman having these bad you know bad dreams and uh, Harley trying to kind of rip him out of it and him trying to remember who he's supposed to be and what he's supposed to do. Um, but I thought the actual plot progression was relatively sh- you know very slow paced. Uh, James Tynion, Tyn- sorry James Tynion the fourth wrote it. Artwork by Jorge Jimenez and uh, Tomu Mori on colors. I thought the artwork was pretty good for the most part um i thought it was definitely a, a step up from guillaume march that we've had most recently um there's something about harley quinn and her costume i don't know if i really like this outfit um it's interesting that i feel like when harley was first around especially in the in the cartoon and it's definitely become a, maybe a character trait not a character trait but something that they've pushed um with every kind of appearance is giving her a lot of cleavage when I, and i guess that's you know obviously comic book women often end up looking that way but i don't know for harley i almost think it doesn't fit her i don't know why um you know she should be a you know good build but i it's just not something i really thought of as being necessary for her and i kind of miss having the old harley quinn costume because i thought it was you know just it, it was like it was almost like they were able to make her sexy without being obvious and now ever since then it's just always been so obvious uh the actual storyline with the joker war is intriguing and interesting it's just weird to always have batman kind of taken out and having to try to figure things out while things have already been going to hell but um it's intriguing uh next up we've got black cat number 12 um i really enjoyed it um but it definitely you know lets her do things that maybe she maybe she shouldn't be able to do but it's written by jed mckay artwork by cf villa and brian reber friend of the show on colors um i thought first of all the colors really do sing like they really make elevate this book um i thought the art was really fast-paced and action-oriented and uh you know it's, it's probably the fastest issue we've had uh, in terms of its pacing, but I thought it was brisk and exciting, and I had to kind of see how it all comes together. Um, really curious what the hell the ending means. Um, 
It's too bad that I guess the, the book is kind of going on hiatus until the King in Black uh, is coming back. Or sorry, is that that storyline later this year? But I'm really enjoying it. I'm glad we've even had 12 issues. I mean, the fact that we even had a 12 issue Black Cat series is kind of crazy in this day and age. So I'm very happy that we were at least able to get that. I've been enjoying it every issue. Uh, next up, Captain America 21 by Tanahisi Coates and Bob Quinn and Matt Miller. Um, it just it's interesting and intriguing and you want to know what the next step is and you got two very disparate storylines. I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like they need to start connecting more or, or feeling like, I don't know that we're not just spinning our wheels. There's a lot of buildup and I just hope that they're able to stick the landing. Um, that's, I don't really want to say much more. Uh, then we got uh, dark Knights, death metal legends of the dark Knights. Number one did not really care for this at all. Um, you have The Darkest Night and I Am Here by Scott Snyder, James Turner IV, Josh Williamson, and Tony S. Daniel in art. You have Robin King and King of Pain by Peter J. Tomasi and Riley Rossmo in art. Uh, B. Rex and Batmanosaurus Rex by Margaret Bennett and Jamal Eichel on art. Castle Bat in Man, This Man, This City uh, by Frank Thierry and Francesco Francavilla. You got Batmobeast in Road Warrior by Daniel Warren Johnson. You got Baby Batman in I Shall Become by Garth Ennis and Joel Jones. Um, I didn't really enjoy this. I I don't know. I, I feel like I enjoyed these interpretations less than the ones that we got in the kind of the prior Dark Knights kind of Dark Multiverse uh, versions. I didn't really like. I didn't really like the um, the Robin King one at all. Like it just. I felt like it wasn't really for me. Like I, I think some people would have really dug some of this, but it, I just didn't feel like there was anything that I really connected with. Um, like the the one where he's the the, the road warrior. Uh, I think the artwork was gorgeous, and it's like a, just a quick one. And you know, it's it's probably my favorite actually of the bunch. Um, the others, I, I just don't really care. Even the, the Bat Baby, I, don't, I just didn't really like that either. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really connect with this at all. Uh, we got Deceased Dead Planet number two. Um, really enjoying the Deceased books, probably more than I should. Uh, it's written by Tom Taylor, artwork by Trevor Harrison. And um, again, we get to see kind of what happens later on. We have some brutal things happening uh, to the Shadow Pack, but it's interesting to kind of see how they've been able to, um, you know, protect people from infection. And then, you know, there's the Shadow Pact, you know, gets brutally taken out. I'm excited to kind of see who, um, who's behind that. Um, really intriguing, really interesting. You know, they're kind of moving beyond the, uh, the DC, so to speak, um, uh, being that much of a bother. Like they found a way to kind of protect themselves as much as it may not always be pretty. And they, you know, try to, uh, save John and then, you know, they go on this mission and things really go to hell really quickly. I really dug it. Um, next, a book I really enjoy, but I'm super sad that it was the last of the run, is uh, Doctor Strange, Surgeon Supreme, um, in an issue called Behind the Mask by Mark Wade and Kev Walker. Um, this was so great. First of all, Kev Walker, his artwork is so much fun on this book, this issue in particular. There's so much energy and excitement. Um, it really feels like, you know, he's got an unlimited budget and they're just going for it and they're having so much fun with it. Um, the writing I thought was really great by Mark Wade, but that's no surprise. He's just a fantastic writer and looks sad that we don't get to see more of this. I love this version of Druid having a team up with uh, Doctor Strange, uh, how both characters are written. There's just so much promise here. It's so interesting, and I'm just so sad that it's the last issue of the, of the run. But, I mean, I guess that's just modern comics, that some books aren't going to last, and especially during COVID. Um, you know, some books aren't going to make it anymore, and this is one of them. But I really, really dug it. 
Next up, a, a book that I'm really enjoying, um, but it's it's so weird and strange, is uh, Empire X-Men number two. Uh, this is by Jerry Duggan, Ben Percy, and Leah Williams are credited as the writers with Lucas Wernick on art and Nolan Woodard on color art. And I really dug this. First of all, I love their interpretation of Angel. It's just, he just looks great. Uh, but this whole thing is kind of crazy. You have, I, is it weird? I forget what they're called. I guess the, the Golden Girls or whatever they're called. Um... And uh, they're there. They they figure out a way to kind of take over men's minds. So they have the Madroxes and and uh, Warren Worthington are helping them. Uh, they're all stuck on you know Genosha. Uh, they're trying to you know do this. F- there's basically a battle brewing between mutant zombies and um, the Kotati or the Kotai. I can't remember what they're called. Um, I love what the Black Tom does here to kind of use the pollen to kind of reconstitute himself as an avatar. I thought that was really inspired. Um, this is just, the issue is just a, a tremendous amount of fun. It's, you know, it's extra long, but you get so much here and I'm excited to kind of see where the next issue goes, which I think I'm actually talking about in a couple minutes, but uh, I really dug this. So much fun. Just balls of the wall insanity, and it was just, I really dug it. Uh, and then the last, I guess, three things are really the Injustice Year Zero chapters, one, two, and three, um, really dug this. Um, like I haven't actually read any of the Injustice books, but I know the universe that kind of take place in. And I played the Injustice games, but having the Year Zero, I thought was a lot of fun to kind of have a more classic version of the JLA and the JSA back when they were just friends and hanging out and doing stuff. And um, anyways, I really enjoyed all these all three chapters. Obviously, we're building up to a lot, and uh, but it's really interesting. I, I would say that probably the, the third chapter was my least favorite. Um, I just thought it was interesting, but it didn't have the same sense of excitement and, and menace and foreboding that the first two chapters had, but um, really dug it, and uh, crazy stuff happening in the in, the, in that second one uh, in terms of uh, the guy and his, um, what was his grandson, and it was just Kind of heartbreaking. Like, who thinks they can just mess with the Joker? Uh, seems like a stupid plan. Uh, now, looking at August 12th releases, I haven't had a chance to read a lot more of them, unfortunately, including Amazing Spider-Man, Batman and the Outsiders, Captain Marvel, Deceased Hope at World's End, uh, Dark Knights, Death Metal number three, Detective Comics, Empire Avengers, Empire Captain America, Empire number five, Green Lantern, Earth One, Volume Two, or Immortal Hulk, Justice League Odyssey, Marauders, Star, Star Wars, Darth Vader, Star Wars, the action figure variant covers, that's kind of cool that they're all collected. Uh, Superman, the Man of Tomorrow, Superman, the Batman's Grave, uh, The Flash, Green Lantern Season 2, Number 6, Venom, Wonder Woman, and X-Force. Whew, that is a lot I did not have a chance to read yet. So what did I read? Only two. Uh, Empire X-Men, as I said, it continues to be really enjoyable. Uh, a lot of you know stuff going down with magic here, and it uh, does not look good for anybody. Um, but a, a very, again, fun, fast-paced issue. A lot of great characterization. You don't expect to see this much characterization in a you know, tie-in into an, an event, but this this actually feels very like very important reading. Um, and there's some weird messed up stuff with like you know a ton of them, the dead Madrox is being eaten by zombies while the prime Madrox watches. Like it's super strange, um, but I really dug it. And last but not least is Hawkman number 26, a book I really love and I'm sad it's going to be ending. Um, this is by Robert Venditti and Fernando Passaran. Um, I've just enjoyed this entire run of Hawkman. It's been, it's added a lot to kind of the mythos and gone its own direction. The artwork here is absolutely gorgeous. Um, I love that he basically defeats you know, the big bad here with, you know, all the different lives he's lived, which I thought was a really interesting kind of concept. Um, really does this and like the ending as well and the end the ending was such a great like whoa where do they go from here um and I, I loved it i thought it was fantastic and cannot wait to read more issues of hawkman and until it's over so that was great
Uh, looking forward, our next uh, reviews episode, episode 803, we'll be looking at books that come out August 19th. So if I take a quick look at some of the books now, you always, always use Previews World, which means I can't even see DC, DC Comics anymore. But uh, looking forward, um, you know, there's at least new issues of, uh, let's see, uh, Transformers, Voyage to the Stars, Son of the Hedgehog, uh, over at Image, there's... Um, Adventure Man, number two, second printing, Gideon Falls, 24, uh, Savage Dragon, 251, at Marvel, there's Amen, 5 of 5, now that you're actually getting the print version of it, uh, you got the new issue of Avengers Cable, Captain America, Captain Marvel, uh, Conan Battle for the Serpent Crown, Empire X-Men, oh, wow, that is coming out fast and heavy, isn't it? All the Empire books there, it's kind of almost too much, but also keeps the momentum going, which, you know, I guess before it would have been a little bit more spaced out. Um, you got Maestro, number one, that's a big, exciting one. You got uh, Spider-Woman, that's such a fun book. Thor, uh, Valkyrie, uh, Jane Foster, you got uh, Wolverine, and you got X-Men, Milestones, Trade Paperback, and Necrotia. So some really good stuff. Anyways, uh, thanks for listening to this episode. You can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. You can rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Uh, episode 802 will be coming out in a couple days. That'll be our, our second Roger Stern interview episode. And episode 804 will be our conversation with Ian Churchill. And episode 406 will be the return of Ron Gurney. So a lot of good stuff after episode 800 has passed. Uh, so thanks again, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye.